What's that? Oh shit, wake up. Wake up. I'm the one. Gotta, gotta get up. We gotta film the podcast. Is there a podcast? You ready to go on? We gotta film the podcast. Hmm. I knew this would happen. There's a That's why when you were sleeping, I set up these. I set up these these two microphones so that you could stay you could okay. stay where you are and we five, can five five more minutes five more, five more minutes. minutes. I don't know, buddy. We gotta we might have to go now. Fine. I guess, okay. I'm gonna show you guys start now. Oh, I gotta stretch. I don't want to get up. I don't, get up. Oh, I don't know either. That's why we prepared. <sighs> well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. I hope you're sipping your black coffee, eating your banana cereal. My name is Jake Yambra. I'm Caleb, Caleb Sleepy Quanano. That's Mr. Sleepy. That's Mr. Sandman. And together, we filmed this great little podcast called What's Your Angle? Hmm. Today we were a little sleepy because we had a big weekend of partying, so... We Party. decided to... We'll to do it in bed. Huh? We'd probably do the podcast in bed now. So we thought, while he was sleeping, I had a great idea. We mm. normally take naps right before the podcast to warm up our minds and, you know, get into a dreamlike state. Dreamlike steak. Uh, dreamlike state. Dreamlike state. Thank you. We like to get into a dreamlike state. And then we, we have an alarm to wake us up so that every episode we perform to the peak ability... And we perform as if it was all but a dream. Hmm. Today, we wanted to take that to the next level. In fact, we wanted to take it to the horizontal level. Me and Caleb's bodies are completely horizontal. And we plan on keeping it that way for the rest of the podcast. Capiche? That's why when we, when we do the podcast, a lot of times we use logic that's kind of like fictional. Because we're using dream logic because we always take a nap before the show. So we're, we have a lot of the dream logic still in our head. So a lot of times we'll make up these scenarios or think of these crazy fantasies. And it's because we actually think we're still dreaming. But this time, um, this time I think it's going to be a bit more real because we wake up and I see the microphone in my face as I speak now. And if you can see to the left of me over here, I can't move my legs, but I can move my hands. There is a, um, the couch where we normally film. And there you can see the pillow and the door to the studio where we usually will go out outside and have fun and time have fun time with. And then this is Jake's bed that I mentioned last episode because we're in his room. It's in one of his rooms in his mansion. And um, I like doing it laying down because I feel more in a relaxed state. I feel ready to talk. I feel like I'm truly talking to my therapist, as we mentioned also last episode, because we know you guys are our therapists. And thank you kindly for taking the role of our therapist and now we can really get comfortable and empty out our problems to you we usually go to the therapist you know kind of in a group session me and him Mm. so our therapist we kind of set up the studio similarly to how we normally get our treatment yeah and the microphones actually are also at the therapies when we go to real therapies they also have a microphone because we told them that they could record what we're saying so they can examine our brains and our thought process because i don't know they told us that we have very special thought patterns and they're very special and unique and they said doctors said and just like our mommies always also said that we had special special thoughts so they need to document them and we we um 
we are okay with that and we we do the video diary for extra research i had no problems when they said we're gonna film you it wasn't it wasn't it was more of just they're gonna they told us that they're going mm. to for the sake of research yeah i didn't put up a fight and i i i don't know i guess I we, we can all. tell them now but actually the podcast was started because they they told the doctors and our mom moms and dad told us that we should start recording ourselves so that um, we can show the podcast to them so that's actually why we uh, re- record the podcast because we wanted to do our own thing but um, the doctors and um, um, d- dad and mom said that they needed to see a video of us because to keep tabs on us for um, what we were doing so that's why we that's why we wanted to start the video documentary mm-hmm. and the therapist said to me and him he said Oh, we're gonna we we want to keep tabs on you guys, kind of outside of the outside of the therapist room. We want to keep tabs on you guys at all times. So what they said was, we're gonna put camera in your studio um, to make sure that you guys are sticking to the script, hyperbolically hyperbolically speaking. And so they right now the camera that you see is actually using a uh, joint technology in which. It's actually streaming to the therapist as we speak. It kind of makes their job a little easier, so we don't actually have to go to their office. They actually do the session kind of uh, almost like a double-sided mirror, like a one-sided mirror, kind of like a double-sided mirror. And they can see us without giving us any thoughts. And they said uh, this session for this week, which is what we're recording right as we speak, actually, they said for this therapy session, um, try to solve your own problems uh, between the two of you uh, that are in your mind yeah. and we won't do a thing uh, and this is good this is a good step in the right direction and they recently pay, uh, asked me to pay you know they 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 actually moved up their price with this portion of the therapy because it requires more effort okay, on their though. part it's okay so i was fine to pay it i was um, fine and so i took out a loan yeah uh in order to pay this portion 1, because they said it was the it was the most expensive 1500 it was really not terrible uh, me and Caleb spent time, you know, just doing the numbers. And, and one of the first the problems help us. that we had, they told us to try to resolve your own problems. The episode. So one of the first problems that we had was, well, one, the um, I told Jake I'm not so comfy on the couch, um, and then the other was that um, I prefer to sit on the um, left side, and but Jake always saw on the left side. It's your right side if you're watching, but in real life, it's my left it's my right side so i'm still having problems with that you know i'm still thinking about it and i'm really upset i wanted to switch sides so that's why jakey when we went to bed took our nap he set up the microphones and i am on the left side and i'm really upset about it right now um but but we're holding it in but but the doctor said that we should try to we should try to solve the problem he said we should try to compromise i haven't received anything in compromise it it was more of a just a uh, one-sided solution for your problem so that's good but I'm still kind of waiting for my, I'm still waiting for my dues, and I haven't really gotten any yeah. any yet. So well, brother, and I also brothers, paid for breakfast. Brothers this morning. don't get mad at each other. I, I paid for the full breakfast. Brothers don't this get mad too. at each other because they're blood and they're brothers. So don't get mad because I'm your brother, and I'm your brother. So don't get mad because brothers don't pay. Don't brothers pay for other brothers' breakfast? I had break. I had breakfast this morning, guys. I had um, we had a pan- we had what did we have pancake? We had blueberry pancakes. Mm. We were stuck between blueberry and, and banana. banana. And banana I said, is good. bananas aren't banana, really for us. And they're yeah, also, they they're also not look in, like dicks. They're so. not in season. Bananas Blue, aren't in season. And blueberries kind of look 
like sweet little plums, but mm, they're small. But they're small and plums. plums. Yay! So and they're really acidic, but not really. They're actually they're nice. Not. They went into the pancakes, and we we ordered. A, um, the the woman said, do, "Do you guys want a short stack or do you want a um, regular stack?" And we said, "Regular." Said, I'm too sleepy. I said, "Order order order for, for me. me." I'm too sleepy. Too sleepy. And I told the waitress, "Whatever you want." So I got. Blue, we got the blueberry pan, pancakes and we didn't start we didn't stop there we got like we um, were starving i got a turkey sandwich and i got a um, sandwich with mustard and mayonnaise and french fry and my friend got what did you get i got uh, <gasps> i think santa's on the roof yeah. <laughs> the reindeer Yay. did you leave the carrot did you leave the carrots there did you leave the carrots for them and the oatmeal? No. Oh no! Then they're probably now they're hungry. Leave us cold. They're probably hungry. Instead, what I got was a Tina. I call it. They call it a Tina's simple breakfast with meat. So I got the meat lovers. I got bacon. I got uh, medium sized eggs, and mm. I got uh, white toast. I love medium with sized fries eggs. because French fries for breakfast is the new meta. Mm-hmm. You but guys we, need we to get go, on that. John. We didn't go at breakfast though. We actually went at lunch. Well, I had to be. I had to go against the grain, and I said, "Lunchtime." I said, "We don't do gender norms." Breakfast is anytime. Have you ever had breakfast for dinner? That'll change your life. Breakfast for dinner, and in fact, if I was getting breakfast for dinner, I'd want the cheeseburger waffle that they offer there. It's when they take a nice hot patty, griddle it, put some Swiss cheese on it, and stuff it inside of a waffle. It usually gets why really Swiss. dirty, and usually it's really ugly. But I still eat it. Why? Why That's Swiss? Why I'm ugly the way I am. Why Swiss? Mm. Hmm. Uh, uh, you don't know, do you? I don't. I don't think for myself. You don't know, do you? I don't think. For, I just said, what would you recommend? Conformist, conformist. And she said, oh, I don't know, maybe the Swiss. Maybe I went with that because like I can't think for myself. Ha-ha. Isn't that funny? Not being able to think for yourself. I love not thinking for myself you know i'm thinking about the one thing i don't like about the setup that we have right now and and i'm a little thirsty and you know i have my huge jug of water at all times but right now it would be physically impossible for me to drink from that sweet john so i don't have it on the right of me that's okay and i'm getting thirsty as we speak and it's upsetting me even more so i'm angry now you can try doing the podcast when you're parched well, it's not really. So I'm angry. I do the podcast every podcast parched, and that's why I yield that's such why great we content. That's why we call it the, the parched cast mm-hmm. or the parched mm-hmm. podcast. Ooh, the reindeers are really the making ceiling. their noise, huh? Fuck you, God! They only make noise when we turn that camera on. Yeah. They only turn. They only start moving around their furniture and switching up their whole room like IKEA when I press the record button on. I love my neighbors. I love the people who I wah. share space with. Wah 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 wah. wah. Well, I can cry all I want because I'm a baby lying down now. I can't cry when I'm a sitting up a grown-up on a, a couch. Up, I'm gonna go back to the couch. I'm gonna go back to the couch. I want turkey sandwich, blueberry pancake, lemon grass. Mm, shut up. The wind is... They stopped. Yay! Guys, welcome to the What's Your Angle podcast. It's going to be a great day today. Uh, so we we're nice and fed. We're nice and rested because we've been sleeping down. Look at Caleb's fat fucking stomach. It is big. It's a big one. And you know, it got me thinking about this whole saying that I use a lot. Hey, hey, hey. Who's the, who coined that term? Mr. Fat, fat Albert. Albert. 
Whatever happened to that guy? I remember he was in The Nutty Professor. Ooh. Fat Albert was killed, actually, in 1992. Who was he killed by? Fat Joe. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. They had a lot of beef, man. Fat Albert coming around the block talking about he could eat more double cheeseburgers than Fat Joe. Fat so Joe took care beef. of that real quick. Many of you know Fat Joe was Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, He was. Fat now Albert. He's a different story now. Fat Albert was, in fact, uh, Haitian. From mm-hmm. Haitian descent. Uh, of course, being African and Creole, yes. And, uh, and Fat Albert, his family had a lot his family grew up side by side with with Fat Joe, uh, Fat Joe's family. Oh, when they grew, and uh, they, you know, they Fat Joe and Fat Albert grew more than you know their family counterpart than, than their families, uh, if you know what I mean, because they were both fat, obese men. Which means that they um, usually had more of a caloric intake than yeah. than the average. American. But the thing is, they were good friends for a while until they got into a fight over who could eat any more double cheeseburgers. And Fat Albert's gang kind of had his back, and Fat Joe's gang has his back. But ultimately, Fat Joe had the support of Big L and kind of jay-z and the whole rap hip-hop scene big albert was just kind of a friendly neighborhood guy he didn't he didn't have to do with the rap scene so much he had his own band but they played with trash cans and uh they just, and, they spent a lot of time in the landfill so sticks, they, didn't, yeah. they weren't really much help they weren't part they weren't really uptown a lot because they, they were in the landfill they were playing around with broomsticks and, and trash that, big albert had a friend that uh that had a that was actually autistic and he had to wear a sock over his head and they, they had they had they spent a lot of time with him it got ugly it got ugly but you know they really cheered him on anyway fat the kid joe with the, with the sock fat joe didn't like the kid with the sock he didn't like fat albert uh i'm sorry he didn't like big albert's friends and so he started hanging around with different people hanging around with the wrong crowd um, and it's crazy because it was two fat little boys who grew up and they they had a lot in common their weight yeah. being one of them and it just goes to show how you know when middle school happens and this goes out to our middle school listeners this is going to be the advice of the day watch your weight it's wyw you got to watch your weight because the bigger you get the more problems you get they say more money more problems no it's it's more cholesterol just watch your weight more problems long-term problems you might die but that we had me and jake when we were gaining weight is that we weren't watching it and a lot of the times you'll gain so much weight and you won't even take in how much sweet weight you're gaining and so we're we're trying to tell you guys middle schoolers who are probably already on the brink of morbidly obese if you're living in america trying to tell you just watch that weight i mean watch it grow like if whether it's weekly monthly yearly you want to see growth and you want to make sure you're keeping tabs on it um it's not that you can't gain weight but it's that you got to watch it you got to you got to see it's it easy progress. waking up it's as easy waking as waking up, up and looking in the mirror look in the mirror watch that weight watch that belly grow watch those watch thighs hourglass get figure come then goes you're going to be curvy you're going to be a curvy little boy by the time you get to high school and you are going to get made fun of left and right but if you have enough fat friends you won't feel as bad so you can yeah. just surround yourself with big so people. that's why fat joe and big albert big people big big dreams got together and they were good friends but like but. i said Fat Joe and his gang started hanging around with the wrong people at the right time. And they didn't Mm -hmm. like Fat Joe's friends. They didn't like Big Albert's friends so much. So, you know where they settled this? They said, they saw that commercial, that Wendy's commercial was saying, where's the beef? Where's the beef? And And they said, here it is. So both of them in this competition that they started, they actually met up at the local Wendy's. You yeah. know, this was back before the four four deluxe program. They said, "Oh, you think you can eat more cheeseburgers this than me?" This is when you had to pay a, de- a decent amount for a cheeseburger. There was no four for four, and no. you couldn't even have chicken back then. So they 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 they, they sweated out right then and there. They said, "All right, well, meet me at the Wendy's. 
I'm 42nd, mm-hmm. and we'll meet up midtown because you're from the Lower East Side. I'm from the Upper East Side. We're going to get together. With our gangs. We're going to bring the gangs. Bring Fat Joe had Big L, Jay-Z in his corner. Big Albert had the autistic kid. kid with the sock. And, and uh, that was really, honestly. That's it. Honestly, that was by all. the time at that age, he lost yeah. all the rest of his friends. So they met up at the Wendy's, and they... Uh, they they stacked. They said, "All right, you said you can eat more double cheeseburgers than me. Let's order, you know, Big L and Jay Z at that time were making a lot of money. They said, okay, we're gonna commission you to get these double cheeseburgers. So they paid for all the burgers. They mm-hmm. paid for all the beef. They stacked them up, and you know, Fat Joe, he he was hanging around with gangs. He was hanging around with a lot of people with guns, but he didn't kill Big Albert with guns or no gangs. You know, ultimately, Big Albert took his own life because he went into cardiac arrest. It was an inflicted suicide. When he was at eating the, end of the, the thing. Day. I mean, I mean, people people want to place the blame on Fat Joe. People want to put it on Big mm-hmm. Albert, but I. I, I gotta say, it's natural cause of things. I mean, it's natural selection, and in this in this case, he was selected by those Wendy's burgers, yep. and they took. He his life. selected a number four, and that number four was the last thing he put in his mouth. Yeah. Shortly and after he got sent to the hospital, and Fat Joe, you won guys know the, the rest. You can watch this all on YouTube. This was all filmed. The thing is, by Adam Fat Richman, the guy who does Man versus mm-hmm. Food. This was actually what inspired his his uh, tour that he did in two thousand four. You can go see the big Big Albert Museum. Uh, it's up in Harlem. You can see actually the documents when mm-hmm. they document this. You can see how much he actually. There's actually a. I think they they put a um, kind of spray coating on the burger that actually killed uh, Big Albert, they had and it's, to dig it's inside there. Inside of him, find it. They found it, it in was, his belly, and it they, they, it was still intact dis- because he didn't he didn't chew much. He would dip. True. He would dunk him in water or hit. Just picture a, lot, a vacuum. A lot of people would dunk it in water to mm-hmm. stuff it down the throat. He would actually dip it in coke. Because he liked to drink the soda as well, so he took that out of a page of uh, Nathan's uh, yeah. hot dog eating contest. So anyway, so. these guys were these guys were heavyweights and they had a lot of experience, but unfortunately, Fat Joe kind of pushed pushed Big Albert a little too far, and Fat Albert took his life, took his own life, and so we remember him at this time. So that's why we're telling you, middle schoolers. So our word of advice to you: we're trying to tell you what shaped us as men. We're trying to tell you to watch that weight. And if you do get in a competition with a Puerto Rican man about how many cheeseburgers you can eat, make sure that you know that you could potentially kill yourself by eating these cheeseburgers. You could go into cardiac arrest. Ultimately, it's your choice because we are born with our God-given right, our freedom, which is freedom to eat cheeseburgers. But <laughs> but uh, keep in mind, you got to watch that weight. and Check out that belly every single day. See it's getting rounder. See it's getting thicker. Look at your double chin. Measure it. It's like baking a cake. You got to watch it rise. Don't make sure it rises too much. You want to keep nice and moist. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you get to enjoy your sweets in peace. And not only can you watch your weight, but you can watch your friends. You can watch your friends leave you and get distant from you because they realize that you're destructing your body. They can't be around that type of destruction. That's when you get into the self-loathing thing I talked about in episode 15. Which was actually the previous episode. So if you were to watch that episode and watch this, this is almost as if it's a sequel to the whole episode. That wasn't the previous episode, though, because we had 16. This is 17 we're recording. Wait. It was two episodes oh, ago. Oh, mm-hmm. look at that. Trickster. You see, I like tricking myself. I like learning new things every day with my partner in crime right next to me on my bed. Refer to episode 16. I mean, not 16. I apologize. It was around 15, 14. Uh, the whole Houdini bit. You know, I took many pages out of his book. I really am fascinated with magic. And I like to trick myself every day. Mm. Also why I'm aspiring right now. I've realized maybe music isn't my calling. Maybe creating content isn't my calling. And, you know, all my friends tell me to stop doing it. And I'm really sure. not that funny. Sure. I'm not that good at music. Sure, so, you know, I never listen to them. But I came to this conclusion myself. I think I like the idea of being a trickster. Hmm. So I'm everybody going, loves a trickster. Everyone loves them, right? They're always good. 
I'm going to aspire. Uh, first, I'm going to move to wherever there's still um, a a sort of monarchy. I'm going to move somewhere where you need there's a magic kings. scene. You need a magic scene. I need some sort of magic scene or majesty. And what I'm thinking about doing for my career now is becoming a professional jester. I knew it. That's a great idea. The ultimate trickster. You it's know, a great idea. generations and generations of being tricksters. And if you go look down in your lineage, not uh, not the word I just said, uh, if you look down on your lineage, you can actually uh, find that just uh, jestership has been in my family mm -hmm. um, longer than I've realized. Yeah, most class clowns have a history of jesters in their family, and that's why we want to sponsor this episode. We want to thank Twenty One and Me, and that is a, a great service that is offering people to search their DNA, see their history, and see where they come from. Not only can you see your blood DNA, see what continents you might be coming from, if you're coming from Europe, if you're coming from Africa, but you can also see what career path your family is known best for. And Jake happens to be in a family of jesters and white supremacists. And the thing about his family is they're so funny that it actually was so ingrained in his DNA. He became the class clown. After the class clown, he went to college, made a lot of people laugh, made a lot of friends that way. Now he's doing a really unsuccessful podcast. And he realized, you know what? I get to take this to the next step. I'm going to go to London. Uh, I'm going to move everything there. I'm going to be yeah, a jester the for the Queen's royal door. family. Yeah. Knock on the queen's door, tell her a couple <laughs> jokes. And I know one, oh, that I think, one, one that I think you should start with, which, one? which I love. It's probably it a really great good. joke that I used to get in high school. Kind of a trickster. Not even such a joke as, as much as it's a uh, little trick of the trade. Mm -hmm. You go up to someone wearing a hoodie, maybe a, a sweater okay. with uh, strings for the hood to tighten and loosen the hood. So this is to, this is to do to the queen. Is, yes. I'm just yes. providing the context. So you go up to her, you know, she's probably wearing a hoodie hoodie and if she is or if anyone in the royal family is there wearing this hooded sweatshirt type of thing mm. you go right up to them you pull you <laughs> actually yank the two hoodie strings all the way down mm -hmm. so that it's a huge annoyance for the person because their hoodie now is all off balance the, the hood is actually choking them because the, uh, the 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 belt that was kind of acting as tighteners and looseners for the hood is now on their neck all crinkled up and now the strings are all uneven and they are going to have to work for weeks to get that ratio of balance strings i can see the comedy people that. would do that to me and I would, oh my god that was so good I, I, I used to love that trick that great. Um, another great trick for a jester um, similar thing it happened to me a lot in high school I mean this was a funny one um, if you're ever near if you're near the king okay say she's obviously going to have food out she's obviously going to have hors d'oeuvres for the family the royal family is always the eating queen. Uh, she's the queen I think she can have maybe yeah. some hors d'oeuvres right so you're going to eat some of that you're going to casually be eating and then you're going to get a little too full you're going to get bloated so you're going to need to burp now, wait this is this a, a jester trick. or is this her this is you uh, but you're doing it towards her or someone in the royal family. So, so I eat, have the I, I can eat the order. I, oh yeah, I'm allowed oh yeah, to oh yeah. Eat you're the in. I mean, you're in the house already. We're we're getting we're getting real deep into it. So you're in the house. You're eating the hors d'oeuvres, and then if you feel like you got a belch because you've been eating so much, and those deviled eggs are getting right up to your lungs, Oof, you let out a nice there. belch. But instead of kind of hiding it, instead of holding it in your mouth, you let out the burp, and then you go up to the royal woman and you go. And you blow that wind, that stanky wind, right in her face. And that's a trick that I used to love kids doing to me in high school. I mean, it's so funny because at first that you're wondering, where joke. is that stench coming from? And then you look over and it's you. That and you just belch great. out the eggs that you gulped down that were up to your lungs. And all that air, all that steam that is kind of perfumed with disgusting digested food comes right out into the first lady's face. 
She will get such a kick out of I that. Know. I know she's going to love it. I know I'm going to try to do both of those in the same day. Yeah. I often see the queen wearing hoodies, so it's mm-hmm. going to be easy to do that first. That first one's easy. The first one's going to be That's easy. That's breaking the ice. And, and you know, I broke that ice and right down the middle. Later that night, I'm going to find as many devil eggs. And if there are no hors d'oeuvres, I'm going to go outside of the house. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the local food. deli in, yeah. in London, get as many as I can even make them myself whatever it takes a couple to get full that English sweet breakfasts you want those beans oh, that blood pudding it's mm-hmm. gonna go really nice between my teeth and the combination of the hot steam and the bacteria between my teeth the plaque I'm gonna try to create and dive make a divulsive cloud yeah throw it in her face she's gonna laugh she's her gonna ass off and also because she's trying to fix her hoodie you know also because I think that's kind of American humor so she'll be kind of thrilled by this foreign American type of obnoxious kind of disgusting humor that we tend to like and 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 uh, gravitate. You know, Three Stooges, Charlie Chaplin. These are people that they never had the opportunity to view, no. and they didn't have the patriotism yeah. to to support. Yeah. Meanwhile, the reason that we're such a great nation is because we were able to make a joke out of everything. Look at today's political climate. Mm-hmm. You know, we love jokes and we keep them going. What what we're currently working with, you know, in the White House is a huge inside yeah. joke. I would say we're stretching that one a little far, no? Uh, I don't know, man, because for the sake of comedy, comedy. Sh- for the sake of comedy, uh, comedy is basically uh, no limits, right? Yeah. There are no limits. So I'm I'm still laughing every night. I think about what our current state is, you know. It What's is a funny. bigger joke is referred to episode 13, I believe it is 12. Uh, no, that's the coronavirus. I believe it's 13 or 14. Uh, this whole idea of climate change, man, they keep getting it. They yeah. keep getting me hard. Well, the only thing I'm worried right. about, though, is if, what is, if what our is. nation is is uh, is obviously, obviously, you know, we're doing this, the whole thing with the White House, the government, it's all kind of comedy. It's an inside joke, like you said. Um, if the other nations of the world are not doing the comedy scheme, is it, isn't it kind of bad that our nation is and and we're kind of joking around but they're not joking so in other words if we say to another country okay look we're going to bomb you for instance iran north korea hey listen we're going to bomb you we're going to go to war we know it's a joke all the citizens and in the u.s know it's a joke but do the other countries know it's a joke because i don't think they run their embassies and their governments like like we do i probably shouldn't worry about it i probably shouldn't think i think you should spend more time Going to sleep. Yeah. Dreaming, I, I shouldn't worry right? You should be a dreamer, right? I'm a dreamer, and, 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 and I wish you were too. Because waiting, uh, thinking about those yeah, kind of I things. You're going you're gonna to go in circles, right? Yeah. We're trying to move forward. We're moving right. in a straight line. We're not trying to go pi r squared all day. So right. I don't want you to go back to sleep just yet. We will be able to at the end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. But for now, just keep thinking about your next big joke. Okay. Right? I'll think of the funniest. And, and who, who cares about the... The other countries and the bombs but no one cares right because we're anyway, really guys, the ultimate sphere of influence i'm happy to States. say i'm happy to say that jake is uh gonna go and, and follow his gesture pursuits and i'm glad that you guys have pushed us to that limit where we actually have to leave our own country because no one can our viewers us do push us hard and uh it's actually the story of many great artists in america because they realize that the american public um, does not appreciate the artists that are putting out content so like many of our four founding fathers and sisters we are going and leaving the country and getting out of there so that we can be more well-respected in Europe and beyond. Because as we know, the UK was uh, recently um, separated ties from Europe, so we won't be making that association anymore. But we will be uh, being valued there in the future, and we look forward to that. We, We look forward to leaving the horrible American people, don't we? Yep, and ultimately the reason that Europe works so well is because everyone that's in that union, right, that emulsifying you they call it the onion the, they call it the onion um it's because they they feel like they're in a gang 
right? Mm. So this goes back. This, all of centuries. these concepts go back. Fat Albert and his gang, Fat Joe and his slang. These are centuries these old. Are, these are, this is a time, this is a tale as old as time it's itself. The reason that the Europe uh, Union works is because that onion is a gang. You want to feel like you belong somewhere. And if you are a lonely piece of shit, mouth breather who lives in the mom's basement and plays Escape from Tarkov all day, not me, um, not me at all, then you start to, you know, feel like you're alone and, and, and this world's out to get you, right? I've never felt that way. In fact, I've always felt like I belong in some sort of group. Yeah. So that's why we need to leave America, right? Because although the, it's the best nation, uh, undisputably in every way, right? In every facet, we do everything There's the no right argument. way. There's, There's no way. argument, right? So it's more just a statement. The reason we're moving is because we, we've never really been in a gang, right? Yeah. The only gang we've had is, is, is like the cool kids in the gang, right? Yeah. Like the gang we created. The gang we made. Me and, and him. Cool kids of high school and stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm, I'm done with not being part of something. I want to be part of something greater. We're going to move yeah. to Europe. We're going to become part of the union. The conversion rate from dollar to euro is more. So what's going to end up happening is we're going to spend more on this, on simple things that we enjoy. But the difference is that a carton of milk here um, is, you know, basically 90% water and 10% uh, chemical fluid. If you move to Europe, right, we're going to be working with nice cows, udders, oh, yeah. basically drinking, putting your mouth on that teat. There you go. So that's going to be the difference. And you're probably going to pay the exact that's same. That's the main difference. So, so That's the main difference. And a lot of people are wondering, well, tell us more about the main difference. And that is, if you don't know what I'm saying, talking about the main difference, the main connection, as it is the M-A-I-N-E the state of Maine, uh, we are actually deciding now, uh, as a U.S. nation, if you haven't heard, that we are going to kind of take a bipartisanship from the state of Maine, whatever that means, because the U.S. government decided there was too many homosexuals living in Maine, um, and that whole actual region of Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, all those states that Ben and Jerry's is very close to, the U.S. decided that we're going to kind of take a bipartisanship, cut that part of the land right down, like make a curve, and just that's going to float and be its own little island. And that is called the main connection. And uh, you can take a little tunnel there. They're building an underwater water tunnel. And you can actually get Ben and Jerry's on each uh, stop along the border. They have different flavors. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, the first is Cherry Garcia. Mm -hmm. And then I what's think, the Jimmy Fallon one? No, you're thinking of the Stephen Colbert one. Oh, I'm thinking of the, the Night Show. I, that's the Amer Yeah, the Night Show. Then there's the American Dream, which is the third stop. Then you got Fish Food. Uh, Ooh, that's right on the shore. And we'll I put can't a little remember. bit of salmon in that yeah. Ben and Jerry's, uh -huh. and that's good. Uh -huh. That is good. And then the last one, I can't remember, but I know chunky. it's it's ch ch chunky, chunky chunky monkey. monkey. There it is, uh, chunky monkey. Is and that's the near last where stop. in Maine, relative towards the border of uh, what, Canada it's and Maine. Kenny Bunkport. It's Kenny Bunkport and Maine, and that's mm. it's actually right at the estate of George Bush and his family. They moved there a while ago. And He's a lovely they, man. He is a lovely man. I had the opportunity to meet him at last um, year's children's gala. And oh. it was an amazing experience. Um, I was there with my wife. She's uh, five. She's six years old at the time, and uh, she was wearing a beautiful gown. I remember it was red. And it had this pink lace. Uh, I told her, "Man, you look sexy." And so, so I was Bush there. Or, or your wife? 
Oh, my wife. Right. Um, my wife was six or six or seven, I think, more along the side of six. So we were at the children's gala, and I think last year it was the issue about the playgrounds. Uh, if playgrounds should have uh, kind of the wood chip floors, or if they should have the padded floors, mm. uh, that was the big kind What's of debate. your preference? Just curious. My, oh, I like the padded floors because Why? well, because I, I because I'm I, a wood chip. So maybe you can convince me. Yeah, change sure, my mind. Sure, maybe. sure, sure. My, well, my my wife at the time was a wood chip gal as well. Um, because she was kind of playing in playgrounds more since her age was five or six, more on the side of five or four. Somewhere around there. Um, and she was a wood chip gal, and I always wondered why. And, and she said that it was, you know, the wood chip actually had a dynamic in the playground. You could actually use the wood chip, pick it up with your hand, you could kind of throw it. Me, on the other hand, being a little bit older, I think 20 or 25 years older than her, uh, understood that, look, that's not always you know, a safe thing. Kids shouldn't have their hands on wood chips. So that's why I opted for the rubber ground. And I showed her one time, I said, look, you want to, you, you know, she, we were in a fight. I said, look, you want to see why there, you shouldn't have wood chips? So I took her to the top of the slide. I took her body. She was fi five or four, more on the side of four. I took her body, threw it off of the, the top of the slide, just threw it. I, you know, I kind of, I chucked her. I threw her body because she's so light, you know, she's so young, threw her onto the wood chip floor and she got bruised up. She got cut up for days. And um, I, was, you know, I was lucky enough that no one was at the playground to see this. I would have easily been taken to, I don't know, I don't know, I don't even know where for abusing a child. But the bottom line is that she never from that point out wanted to play at a wood chip playground again. So anyway, we're so at the gala. Bush I saw Bush at the gala and this was that debate. And oh my God, I ran to me. He's such a sweetheart. He was with his, his wife at the time. She's about three or four years old. She was a beautiful, oh my God, beautiful woman. I think she was from... Uh, North Carolina. I know he, he spends a lot of his time in Texas. That's where his family is originally from. But I think he met her at a bar in North Carolina. You're probably wondering, what is a three or four year old doing at a bar? I, I didn't ask. Sounds but, like uh, a joke. Uh, Sounds uh, like uh, the setup to a joke. Yeah. A three year old walks into a bar. Right. Uh, what do they do? <laughs> I'm working on my bits yeah. for being when I'm a jester. So anyway, I said, George, oh my gosh, you know, it's really great. So this is George, George W. Bush Jr., obviously, of course. George W. Bush Sr. passed away in a car crash many years before. Tragically. Um, tragically. So anyway, I'm talking to him. And, you know, he's, he's chatting me up. The wife's, the missus are at the fruit punch bowl. And we're chatting. He's t telling me about all these great things he's doing. He was telling me about this amazing program that he was working on to take down Al-Qaeda. Uh, I didn't know at the time Al-Qaeda is a major terrorist group. Who's that? I'm uh, saying Al. Al uh, who? Right. Al, I've thinking, only known a couple Al's in my life. Al Williams. And I'm thinking Qaeda. Cal More like kinda. Uh, right. stupid last name huh? right i didn't then know you found out it's a serious issue no it's i a found terrorist out group no. they've killed yeah well al-qaeda is actually a, a a guy i think he's from north carolina um and also oh, right in that Bush, neighborhood right in that neighborhood where he met his wife nancy the, the three or four year old and um actually from north carolina and he was a man there 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 he's part of the islamic state and he at the time was going through a lot of troubles with his own wife uh of course, all of you who are dating underage wives, you know that sometimes it can get a little, uh, it can get kind of dramatic because you got to be careful. You got to be on the toes. You got to make sure no one's knowing what you're, what you're going on at the children's gala. It's completely now. Keep in mind, children's gala is completely allowed. And he's because, saying this yeah. as if you didn't already know. Everybody yeah. already knows this. It can get a little dramatic with yeah. underage wives. So, it's it's it's. It's common knowledge. So he's guys. telling me about he was trying to take down. He found this guy Al Qaeda. He's you know he was in North Carolina. He's at another bar. Uh, he was seeing a side side uh, woman of his, seeing the second lady, and he found Al Qaeda. And he actually talked. He got to talk to him. And he, he's telling me how he's actually a great guy. Ow. And f for publicity, he had to keep up the stunt of that he was mad at Al Qaeda, and you know he he wasn't friends with Al. But in the inside, what I got to hear, which was such a sweet thing, is that George Bush actually loved Al, and Al-Qaeda was one of his good friends. 
and they actually had a long history to get together. He had to take down a lot of Al Qaeda's friends, like Saddam Hussein. But uh, you know, a- after all that beef was squashed, George Bush and Al Qaeda are still tight to this day. You know, it's amazing how Caleb was talking about you know the main connection and how Bush lives in his estate. But it, it's it really this, this story is full circle. This this story is truly f- full circle, and it highlights the importance of the American people and how amazing they are. You know, you have Mr. Bush. You have Mr. Qaeda. They're great, um, and and they function, you know, as as law-abiding citizens of America, which is more of the reason why we need to just get out of here. We need to leave because we have no business being surrounded by such nice people. Yeah, we really don't deserve it. I mean, we 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 try our best. We do our best every day. But the fact that the government and people who are leading this nation are so damn sweet, so damn kind, and looking out for the the regular citizens of this state and also the people who come here wanting to live the American dream. I mean, we're just, we're so thankful. That's why we have to leave. We have to get out of here because we can't be around these nice folks. We need to change your perspective. We need, man. we need, we're way too nice. We're we need way to too sharpen nice. our edges. We need to get tough and we need to come back here so that we can be even nicer, even warmer towards the people of this nation. Gain an appreciation, right? We, appreciation. we feel a little, a little too um privileged yeah. right now to be around such nice people. Yeah. So we need to remove our privilege, we get need, out and reset kind of, yeah. Like we want to live almost a caveman, menlantic lifestyle. Yeah. We want to go back to, you know, sticks. carving uh, hieroglyphs into caves and yeah. sticks. Just, just the uh, concept of sticks. We enjoy. We the forgot about the concept. Let's be honest, guys. We forgot about the concept of sticks. We, I haven't when's seen. When's the last time, you time you've seen a stick? I don't know. Probably, I probably when I was young, I had a pet dog. I would throw the stick. Right. How about how about this? Uh, maybe KFC. You get a bucket of chicken, drumstick. Yeah. Uh, you play drums as well, so you do actually work with sticks. But quite I've often. never seen, I've never seen a wood stick. Okay. So we've lost the concept of the wood step, and wood stick wood in this country, mm-hmm. and also the woodpecker is a uh, is something that we've also kind of forgot about. These are all things that we could have we could have managed to keep in our generation if we had keep watching. Ultimately, if we had kept watching, uh, what's that show? The Bone Bonehead show, uh, on Boomerang Boneheads, I think about the caveman. Uh, but it's called what's it called the Flintstones the Flintstones if we kept the Flintstones in this country and we kind of turned it into a live action like we talked about a couple episodes back I'm not sure which one that was you probably know better than I viewers um, then I think that this nation would be in a better place if we could bring things like the Jetsons and kind of wholesome comedies because two things I don't remember so well anymore is the concept of the Woodstock and the concept of the UFO I remember 2008 2009 I was getting ready for the unidentified object to be a vehicle in American life I was getting ready for cars to switch over to flying objects uh, it was going to happen we assumed it was going to happen in, the, in we'd say at most a year span right? right getting rid of all of the cars throwing them in landfills and in turn everyone is uh, issued their you know government company standard grade uh, UFO, right? Yeah. And it's not really unknown anymore, yeah, so we not, just call, we call it, it FO. an FO. Yeah. It's basically the USA and, FO. And, and, you know, I, I remember reading, I was I was in a coffee shop, I was reading an, an article, I was reading an article of the uh, Scholastic News, I was hanging out, mm. I used to hang out, I was reading Scholastic News, and I saw unbiased this. Unbiased news source. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably the only unbiased news source besides Fox News. And so I was reading, and I saw the article, you know, you know, it's 2008 now, and they said, predicted in the future, three or four years in the future we should have flying cars 
Um, and instead, we kind of diverted. We kind of changed up. We have cars now that drive themselves. Mm, that's a step. I mean, that's cool, right? Is but it though? Is it a step in the right direction or is it a step in the wrong direction? It seems bittersweet, if anything, right? To me, good, but yes, bad. I always bad. yes, I would always prefer to be in a car where there's not a human driver. I'd feel a lot safer. But also, I'm sad that I'm not flying. So it's kind of a bittersweet concept. You know, we've written countless. We've written this, written countless letters to Mr. Musk. We hope one day, and we hope it's within you know the next three years, because is is getting a little antsy. We, he's getting a little antsy. You know, I'm okay with not flying, um, but he, he has this obsession, right? Because he dreams, and often when he dreams, he dreams he's flying. Mm-hmm. He needs it, right? It's not it's not a matter of it's preference. Not want. It's, it's not. not a, it's, it's something deeper ooh. than that. I need to fly, and if you, if anyone who doesn't get that, you can fuck off. What's a bird, right? They fly. They need to fly. That's their need, right? Unless you're a penguin, right? We're kind of in that penguin state. We want to get out of that penguin I'm gonna state. T- I'm going to tell, like tell you the story. I'm going to tell you the story. Let's hear it. What's a bird, an airplane, and a UFO have in common? Mm. I'll tell you. They all fly. Oh, yeah, now, sure. what does a bird, an airplane, and a UFO not have in common? Well, the UFO is the only thing that is not incorporated into our capitalistic society and frankly i don't see why not i mean look mr musk you could be making so much money off of these flying objects i mean think about it no one wants to drive cars anymore on that land on that boring road we're getting sick of that texture we want more airspace texture mm-hmm. um f- driving is getting really monotonous we've been doing it for almost i think almost 50 years we've had cars it's feeling a bit like a chore now right yeah and now do your chore take the trash out drive to work the concept of limousines has been phased out, so we can't get driven around they anymore. They tried to spice That's it up with, with limousines. We they tried really to do tried. something. We tried. We, we went to the Hummer limousine. We went to the Mercury limousine. I think, you know, we even got Jeep limousines. We got Mercedes limousines. We tried all How the options. more? Yeah. What do we need to do? You know, do we need a Honda uh, limousine? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but at this at this point, I think we should focus less on wheels and more on airspace. And we need the FOs to be implemented in society or else I'm going to get real fucking mad because I need to fly soon. And someone needs to show me how I can do it. I mean, there are tickets now uh, for you to go into outer space. This is another thing I read in Scholastic News around 2008, 2009, right after the Scholastic News vote. Um, there are tickets that you can buy for a million, over a million dollars, where if you're a regular citizen, you can actually get a ticket to go to space and you can see, you can get a tour. Okay. You can hover the, uh, the, the Earth similar to the path of the, what are they called, the satellites. Righteous? Oh, satellite. Um, okay. And you can do that, but of course you have to be a millionaire. And I'm not a millionaire, I'm a billionaire. And unfortunately, billionaires don't fall into brackets mm-hmm. of millionaires. I don't know why that doesn't work, but I gotta, I'm got i stuck here paying the taxes of people who fucking, you know, work, sit, sit around all day, collect unemployment. I got to pay the people's taxes, pay for that shit. And I, I'm just trying to go to space. I don't see what the big issue is. I, As a God-given right, as a citizen of the world, not even of the states, I should be able to go to space. I should be able to at least fly in my own damn neighborhood. Hey, how about this? For the regular American people who, um, you know, might be living pay- paycheck to paycheck. Um, not us, not him, billionaire. But we're talking about people who this would more apply to. Um, we were thinking that basically uh, everyone has trouble kind of saving money, right? They have trouble. They say, why would I even save money? There's no reason to. Mm-hmm. Well, this whole program, Mr. Musk, hello, would give people a reason to save, look forward to something. So right when you make that $1.01 million dollars, all that money you've worked all your life, you know, you're 52 at this point. You started when you were maybe 14, started working. Believe it when I say it's going to feel so good to hand him in cash in that briefcase of yours 
that $1.01 million, you're going to be flying in space, buddy, and you are going to see the Earth. Yeah, you ever got you guys ever seen bird's eye view? You guys ever seen the Energizer Bunny? He's got you know talking about he's a funny little. He's so good. Yeah, huh? he's a good guy. He he he's in the commercials. He boom boom. You got the little bunny and a battery on it. You guys ever seen that? Comment below if you have. If you haven't, comment below. If you like what you see, comment below. If you don't, comment below. Literally comment below. I'm waiting. And if you, and how about this? If you don't want to comment below. Comment say below. that you I did not want to comment below. and then by by default this show is bad put that in the comment in fact if someone that I know or that I don't comments I fucking hate this show in this episode right under here right right where my cock is if you do it a little lower right where Caleb's footsies are you put I fucking hate the show stop doing it I will send you ten dollars in Venmo I'm not fucking kidding do it now we need some sort of proof. Or a cash app, guys. Or cat. I don't give a shit. PayPal? Facebook? What do you need? What? I, I wire will, it? Uh, Western Union it check? to you. you I check? don't care about the means to the end. Anything, guys. I just care about the end, right? I care about my end and my demise. That's why I'm being a jester. Guys, I'm going to point up. My email is going to appear right here where my finger is. If I get one single email, whoever emails me, I'll Venmo you 99 cents. That's a deal. Okay, one email and I will Venmo you 99 cents, guys. Here's my email. Take it off the screen in three, two, one. Man, I'm getting sleepy, I'll tell you what. I'm too. I'm going to go back to beddies. <laughs> Alrighty, well. I need to go back to the dreamland. Gotta think of new concepts for the show. Mm -hmm. Alright, buddy. Okay, so we have, have a good dream tonight. Okay, Konano, sleep Konano. All right, I'm going to use my magic on three, two, one. We're going to go right back to it's almost like hypnosis. Three, two, one. Hey, you. Hey. Uh, I'll take. Triple, triple cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice as well. Nice as well. I'll take, I'll take fries. I'll take fries. It's free? Oh, he's so sweet. So what did he say? He said, I see you. I see you. I found him. Found him. So good. Put it. Put it down. Put it down. Yeah. So I thought it was on ice skating. Jake, Jake. Okay, gotta get out of here. You're at the What's Your Angle podcast studio. Jake, Jake, Jake. Oh no. Jake.
Brother. Somebody help him. Somebody call 911. Jake. Jake. Tell us. Over there, is that Cronano? Yoo-hoo. What have you been up to, my silly boy? Well, just looking for a new angle, my dear. Ready to begin? Yahoo! Turn on the podcast and listen real close. We're the two fatos that you love the most. What's your angle? What's your angle? What's your angle podcast? If you love me, please tell me what.